Hey everyone, I know you've heard me speak about microdosing and how much I love it. And I'm talking about microdosing THC. I love it. And that's why I love our sponsor, microdose.com. Microdose gummies are incredible. They deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just the right amount of good. And when I mean just the right amount of good, I mean in so many situations, anxiety, sleep, focus, pain, relaxation. There are so many different strains and they're really helpful. And I have recommended microdose.com to so many people. And you know what they say to me? Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Don't be afraid of microdosing. Go to microdose.com and you'll learn all about microdosing THC. These gummies feel amazing. They taste amazing. I have used them to get me into the zone I need to write. I've used them at night after a stressful day or a stressful show to relax. I have also said to family members, please take a gummy right now. And they've said, oh, good idea. So check it out. Check it out because they're fantastic. And I'm not like a big weed person. I mean, I used to be. And I do enjoy, I do enjoy weed every now and then, but I love, I love these gummies and I take them with me everywhere. So check it out. Don't be afraid. They're all natural. They're fantastic. And you deserve it. So what are you going to do? You're going to do something that is fantastic. You're going to get 30% off your first order. 30% off. That's a lot. Plus free shipping today at microdose.com. Use promo code Judy Gold, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D. It's available nationwide. They deliver it to your door. That is microdose.com, promo code Judy Gold for 30% off and free shipping. Do it. Go to microdose.com, promo code Judy Gold. You deserve it. You deserve it. And you know what else? You're welcome. Well, I don't see the point in waiting any longer. Let's bring her out. The star attraction, the one you came to see. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Miss Judy Gold. Um, lazy, what? We're moving. I can't take this show anymore, people. Can we talk? Can we just talk about about moving downtown uh, did I, I start the show it's my show you don't get to talk first oh you were looking right at me I no thought. i wasn't ladies and gentlemen i'm very excited i've been trying to get this woman on this fucking show yeah for a very long time <laughs> let me just say i'm gonna open with the kill me now moment i got no fucking sleep last night the night before and the night before and i'm doing all this shit like i'm not looking at my phone all right i did look at my phone a little bit because i was reading an article okay i have my book in my bed like i have my book and my reading glasses right okay so like i'm trying to really do the no electronics go to bed i can't i couldn't fuck and then i had teach class this morning for, I can't take it. There's no sleeping. And then I woke up screaming and crying. 
Um, yeah, I think that's an uncomfortable period that you have to go through because that's what like relearning a habit is. I'm learning about relearning okay, habits right now. You know now. what? I'm older than you. You don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. You definitely about. know okay. more than me. <laughs> I can't take it. I just can't. That I sucks. cannot function on no sleep. I cannot function on no fucking sleep. Anyway, I've had no sleep, but I'm so excited. You seem to be doing pretty well. Yeah, because uh, only, I swear to God, only because I saw this person's face. Yeah. Otherwise, I was a miserable piece of shit. Anyway, oh. ladies and gentlemen, our guest today is the one, the only, Yamanika Saunders! Yes. Yes. Right, you motherfucker, 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 motherfucker. Yamanika, I've been trying to fucking get you on. I, and you know, here's the thing. You know, every time something comes up, because I'm I'm no millionaire in this business, I've have oh, to, I, I have to hustle like a prostitute. Hello. And I have to say yes to whatever. But the funniest thing I'll, I'll ever say about us trying to connect on this is uh, Judy tried to book me again, mm-hmm. and I said, Judy, my grandmother died. And Judy said, "When can I? When can you come in? <laughs> <laughs> when can you come in?" I no, said, I didn't. I said, "Judy, my grandmother died." And if anyone's like, so next week? <laughs> no, I was. So, I said I would. You, 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 no, you do say funny shit like that when people die, <laughs> right? But then what did I say? You were very sweet. Yeah, you, you, okay. But let me have my moment. Shit. No, but I let said. Let me have. I had a. What did, what the moment you had? You had a Me Too moment you came in with? Oh, no, oh, I oh, said to. Oh. I'm getting my phone. <laughs> getting my phone. <laughs> don't, don't tell me you saved text messages. My grandmother died a month and a half ago. Ready? I'm just going to go peace. on our little. Okay, ready? Oh, Here's man. the thing. I'm going to read you. Everyone. And don't, and don't skip past the good stuff. Yamanika. Okay, ready? Yeah. And I'm very okay, loving when I Okay, listen to this. Okay, ready? Yeah. Can you do the 24th? This was in October. Yes. This is on October 15th. No response. My grandmother... Octo- <laughs> wait! I'm doing the interview! <laughs> Monday, October 16th. I will not be ignored. <laughs> then, sorry, my grandma died two days ago, and I've been in- inundated with texts. Yes. I'm not sure about 24th yet. Not sure how I will feel. I'm experiencing some depression. Depressing low at, depressing yeah. lows at times. My grandma raised me like she was my mom. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Want to hear my response? I am so sorry. <sighs> I know how you feel. I lost my mom two years ago. If you ever need to talk, I'm here. Seriously, I suffer from depression. And I've experienced lots of loss. XOXOX, you'll be okay. Promise. How about the 29th? No. What was the next thing you said after that? Um, and then you said, thank you. I probably will take you up on that offer. I'm so sorry about your mom. I'm sending you so much love right now. And yes. I wrote, your grandma will always be with you. And you wrote, I pray. And I wrote, you will get signs. And you wrote X-O-O-X. Okay? And then two weeks later, I wrote, I'm checking in. And are you around next week? I want to know what the date is. That's two weeks. How did you get November, to? Wednesday, November 1st. Mm, okay. So you have selective memory, Amanika. <laughs> mm. Okay? Mm. Is this what you do? You bring your guest on here? No. To 
diminish the integrity with your audience. No, I'm just letting you know. I I'm, don't want them to think I'm like an unfeeling. No, no, no. I think you have a lot of. I think yeah. you feel the most. Yeah, no, yeah. please. It's I sad. think you feel. I think you you're like a, a skin no, off, just when hitting like open wounds. Raw nerve. <laughs> How are you doing though? Since your grandmother died, you know, it, I'm waiting for a crazy moment to happen right. because I didn't have a crazy moment when my mother called me and said that she had passed i was finishing up taping a show that is airing on vh1 hopefully in january i, I can't tell you about it because they haven't put out the freaking commercials right but i was like this could not have come at the worst time because how can i work um i had to get up at uh i had a five thirty call and i had to Ugh. get up at four and i told my mother about that so when she called me at three like 359 i was like you, oh. First of all, you get up, you get mad because you're like, damn, I had one, one more minute. minute. One fucking right. minute. I'm like, is she and she? And I'm, she mama, in the morning, yeah, she called and you I, at 359? And I thought she was calling me to like, Wait, say, it up. was either it was 359 or 459, right. but it was one like on the 59. Right. And I was like, what? I'm like, ma. And the first thing I said, ma, I'm up. I'm like, I got it. I was trying to have this minute to myself. And then she didn't, normally my mother and I fuss, right? right, ah, right. I know you got it. Blah, 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 blah. Well, you get up, get up. I'm going to call you again. And <laughs> she wasn't fussing. She didn't fuss like that. And it was, I was like, hello, hello, mom. And then she said, um, grandma's gone. Oh. And then it hits you like a fucking and ton then of bricks. I screamed so loud. Right. And Were you expecting it? She was in the hospital for four months. Prior to that, right for she, what? Um, she wasn't active for almost four months. Right, she had gone into a coma. She, my grandmother, had strokes, which I think right. people should really investigate. You cannot. Uh, you have to go have somebody look at you to determine you've had many strokes. So oh, my yeah, grandmother my had, had like yeah, six, yeah, yeah. seven mini strokes. Right. Then it starts to deteriorate the brain. And, you know, we started noticing that she wasn't connecting with certain right. things. And then she went into the hospital. Um, they said she had pneumonia. Right. And she was already wheelchair bound from a hip thing. Right. She had had a brain surgery Ugh. months before that. And, she, you know, she never uh, got out of the hospital. They had to put her on on a breathing tube they she hadn't Ugh. eaten the whole time and we were very concerned about that they had to feed her right. through a tube and then she uh, had a feeding tube they put the trach in they put a stomach tube mm. and it was like uh, you know and i was every time i had a break and i didn't have any breaks i would be canceling stuff and right. i would go to maryland and then they moved right. her to dc i'm not dc to delaware right. and i would i mean i maybe $10,000 almost in rental cars Ugh. and keeping them for five days right. and canceling stuff and I can't and sleeping in a hospital with her not I know how to navigate in a bathroom right and brush my teeth and pull my hair up and not touch the floor somehow and not get my clothes right. because I I'm I, you know I I did that for a long time and she wasn't there and you know I would you know massage her and touch right, her and course. then it got to the point where we had to like put on things we couldn't touch her because we didn't want her us to get her contaminated and vice right, versa right, right. so it was a lot of like maybe her eyes looked up maybe you know and then i was i have to tell you my father was in a coma mm -hmm. they totally know you're there they totally absolutely because my father was in a coma for he had a massive heart attack and then they revived him at the pool he was swimming and then my sister would not go in the room because it's all about her and no mm -hmm. she wouldn't go in the room because of the, the sound of the machine of the life support machine yes but like was like i can't she was like i can't and then finally they unplugged him and i was like jane uh and he was supposed to die within 20 minutes mm -hmm. and it took 23 hours and he didn't die 
until she came back in the room. Hmm. Wow. So it's like, you know, we were all there when he took his last breath, but definitely they know. They can so hear you. Yeah. So you had those four months. uh, Yeah, I had, I I felt that she was connecting with me. And she, my grandmother, like, you know, not to discount my mother, and this is what I even said at my grandmother's funeral. My mother was, uh, obviously my mother, and I love my mother, my mother and I are very close. My grandmother was like, my mother, too. So I had two mothers, right? So you're a a child of lesbians. <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty much. Um, Dominica has two mommies. But, no, because then that but, goes into incest. <laughs> right? Up. Yeah. No, I'm just carrying it on. Why are Good. you picking your face again? Oh, uh, I am actually breaking out a lot more. All right, whatever. Go. <laughs> you should be sponsored by Proactive at this point. Yeah. Um, I'm all about getting the money. Yeah. Um, I said, I. You know what I said? I said I was I was uh, born and raised in Maryland, so I have a little bit of Jewish in me, and I'm always clocking that coin. And what about the burger cookies? Oh, what about the burger? What is this? A Jewish button? Yeah, Jew bell. (laughs) What about the? (laughs) What? Yeah, anything remotely Jewish, we bring the bell. (laughs) Uh, what about the what about the burger cookies? What burger cookies? From, oh my God, the the burger cookies. They're only in Maryland. They're in Baltimore. They're these fucking cookies that are like so good. It's like cake and then like fudge on top. It's so fucking. Oh, I'm getting you a burger I'm cookie. I'm born and raised in Maryland. Never heard burger cookies. Bur- oh my God, it's like a big. I should text my. I have to ask my my mother. Ask your mother. You probably call know. them something else, like. Jew you cookies, know, doodle, doodle <laughs> fruits. Well, you know we something. have a thing. Where, there's a couple of things that go on in Maryland that are very racist that people right. don't know. Like, like what? Uh, Polak Johnny's. Oh, is that that's a place? old school. That is old yeah, school. That's the hot dog spot. We always go to Polak Johnny's. Oh my god. Is that the name of it? Polak Johnny's. Yeah. <laughs> that's the name of it. Hey, let's go down Polak Johnny's. Well, first of all, Polish people are not into hot dogs. What the fuck They're is that? They're into sausage. <laughs> it is salt. Yeah, it's a salt. Like a sausage. oh, all right. It's like kielbasa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my God, Johnny's. <laughs> Let me just say this because yeah, I want to close this part up, and then we can get into happier times. When I went to my grandmother's funeral, and yeah. I told my grandmother and my grandfather, I said, "I cannot see you. I'm not going to be able to view you in these casket right. situations." And my grandmother was a big fan of funerals. Right. She would take <laughs> like pictures. What she like about take, them? And she take pictures of the people in the caskets oh, and keep them and all this other stuff. Yeah. It was like crazy. <laughs> Collect obituaries, right. like you know, people p- collect sports cards and yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. like that. Baseball cards. She's trading obituaries. That's well, this Miss Pearl, right. and she look at all the caskets. Was so nice. It was pink, and I said, "Where they get the line in that?" My grandmother's the type of person <laughs> that would have been at a funeral and be digging all into the right. casket. Like, what kind of material? Who who did this funeral? <laughs> you got a business card? Give me one of them fans. You know, like funny. that's how she was. Right. And moving people around. Like, there's been funerals where they were like, "Please don't touch the box," because she's like <laughs> right. moving pearls around <laughs> and straightening her hair. Name? Charlena. Charlena. Yeah. Keep so, Charlena away from the body, please. Keep, yeah. yeah. Charlena. Well, well, here's her name. Her name is Charlena. It's really Charlena, but people called her Charlene because they didn't know because her father's right. name is Charlie. So it's oh, so Charlena. She was named yeah. Art Charlena. Yeah, but people always Keep said Charlena. Charlene the body. Yeah, or yeah. Charlene. Right. But uh, yeah, but they we call we call, started calling her Pastor because my grandmother, my grandmother. I know. I can't yeah. wait to get to that. Pastor. Yeah. We call her Pastor and, and and all of that. So which was very confusing in the hospital because when they would try to get, they would constantly. And I've gotten into so many fights in that hospital. I'm telling you right now, I was on top of them like a werewolf, mm. and they would be pinching her. I was like, stop doing that to her. I, I let me get her. I'll try to. Get and they'd be you know they Why? they bang hard because they're trying you know they would put her under so much right right that they right. would try to uh, 
they would be pounding on her to get her out and it's like that's the worst thing and they don't have any care which is why i was like when my god bless my mother my mother is taking care of my aunt my grandmother had german measles when she was carrying her my my Aww. aunt has hearing impairment and disabilities and all this stuff and she, but very blessed and you know right. but she needs care my father my grandfather is in a wheelchair no she's never been able to live on her own like oh, she, it's a whole sucks. we have to take care and my yeah. mother's taking care of all of this going up to the hospital which is why it was so important for right. me to go there right. and relieve her and so when i'm there i'm like i i will knock you out right because they're only so and i and i want to say this to your listeners be very careful when you have your family in the hospital don't let them bully you yeah. and make you feel like because they they would come in my grandmother was so thin by the time everything was happening they couldn't get any blood from her right and they're only supposed to go in and try two times right and what they were doing on us, and they thought I didn't know it, is one person would come in to get the blood, and then they couldn't get, and they would double up and go, oh, you're getting blood? Well, let me try. And I'm like, no, no, no. And I said, get the head nurse in here, because right. is it two times per whenever whoever right. comes in, or is it two times for this Total. period of time yeah. so that you're not beating her down and right. all this other stuff and plugging her and this and that? And what they I say. Was getting, no, they, they corrected it, because they were like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, because I'm watching you. You fucking assholes. It makes, it's scary to like... That I don't have any kids and I'm not married because I'm like when I get in that position who's going to be my advocate we were my grandmother's advocate right. you know and well I have my fr best friend Bob has ALS you know he's Luke Erickson and he's in a bed and he can't talk he can't move and I'm in there I'm always saying shit I go mm -hmm. down there all the time you know you have to you have to let like them know not, that somebody's you're not there fucking you know just because he can't say right you're not fucking treating him like shit you fucking asshole yeah well, if I'm ever in the hospital, I'm inviting both of you. Oh, you got to get me down there yeah. for sure. For sure. <laughs> I never got to see my grandmother laid out. I didn't want to see her. Yeah. Um, Do you know that that's a fair. Jewish thing? To not, but here's the thing. You guys put your babies in real quick. The bodies go in real quick. Well, you're supposed to remember them as they were when they were alive. Right. So you're supposed to do it within 24 hours. My grandmother hours, did but a tour. Do you understand? She did a tour. She did a, <laughs> she did a tour. It was she, did like, she plan her own she, funeral? Well, no, it was like when she passed and everybody and everybody's like, well, we got to make the schedule for this and we got to get here for that and this and that. My grandmother was in there. I was like, she's going to be a popsicle. It's like for right. two weeks now and we turned to do it. And it was How like, long did it take? It was like my mother wanted it to be nice and I think right. family didn't understand we wanted it to be nice for her. My grandmother was a beautiful woman. She was very particular about her look, and she always said, "Keep yourself together." We didn't want to just throw her out there right. like anything. And she had already been sick. And my mother said she looked very beautiful. I went to go in to the wake. Right, they had a wake before the funeral, and I went to go in. And I, when I tell you, it was like a cartoon. I right. beelined so fast. People were like, "What happened to Yamanika?" Right. I be, I was like, I had a panic attack like you never, because I was like, I don't want to see her. Like right, that, right, I right, right, right. That, Yeah, and it was like, but that was the thing I kept saying. I don't need to see her, and you know, but black families, it's like, oh, I know. Look the at drama. the pit, pull them up, and dig them yeah. up, and take pictures, and this and that, and, <laughs> and, and let's play cards, and listen. And I'm like, you know, but so when the, when, when they close the casket, yeah. I went, I walked in, and I walked up, and I'm normally finicky around right. caskets and stuff like that. I I I just remember laying on the casket and right. hugging it and, right. and my lipstick mm. mark was still on Aww. the casket and just like feeling like I'm not afraid of my grandmother. I just don't want to see her like I don't want to remember her like that. Right. Because she was so alive. But, right. But see, that's what the mm. Jews do. 
Yeah. And that's the best you don't thing. want that to be the last. No. Yeah. Wow. All right. I told my grandmother, because uh, she's Catholic, so they do open caskets also, and mm-hmm. she's still alive. And I, I straight up told her I'm not coming to the open casket. Yeah. And she's like, that's cool. Some people want to see it, though. And I'm like, yeah, that's fine. She's like, okay, whatever. <laughs> I was like, okay. Yeah. She's I'll like, be, bitch, I'll don't, be put me, don't put me in the ground already now. Like, yeah. I, yeah. Do whatever you want. I ain't going to be there. <laughs> she was she was the one talking about it. She's kind of obsessed with death like yours. Well, you too. know, if you don't if experience a black funeral before anything goes down to see how you can tell it. I mean, and the thing about my grandmother's funeral, people know that I'm on TV and stuff. Mm. I think they were auditioning for me. It was almost like um, America's Last oh, Dance. Right. Wow. I was like <laughs> one of the one of the ministers because she was also a minister at the church that they brought right. her back to. And um, they got to one of the ministers got to singing so hard. And I said, who do you think I'm son of cow? Like, right. what, I mean, he got took the <laughs> mic right. off. And went through the crowd. So when I spoke, did they do that normally? Well, you know, when people start to get jazzed, start to feel right, the whole right, yeah, they know. start dancing around and right. prancing around. Mm-hmm. And so I said, "Oh, I, I, I said, give me a cordless mic too." I said, "This is my grandma's funeral. Give me a cordless mic because right. I'm a dance and prance around too, motherfucker. Right. You ain't the only one dancing and prancing yeah, around. That's right. <laughs> it's so great. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Awesome. And I dance and I prance around. And I oh, said, yeah. I'm also because what pissed me off about my grandma's funeral is people were standing behind this big portrait of her and nobody could see him this way. I was like, just to let you guys know, staging." <laughs> it's behind the cat and it was it was a fun funny people told right. beautiful stories my grandma was so loving yeah she was if she would give How her last she? dime she had just turned 80 oh, she would young. give her last yeah. dime she donated to to this and that she's the only person i know would donate all bags and bags of clothes to salvation right. army and then turn around and go buy them all back because she was addicted to the salvation army in the dollar store <laughs> <laughs> salvation wow. army anti-gay okay. are they yes yeah. Very bad. They don't hire any homos. Yeah. Oh God. So sad when they're Let's get like into it. Fucking yeah. assholes. Anyway, <laughs> Yamanika Nika Nika as we gaily walk along hey. and sing this happy song. Ding 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 ding. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Hey everyone. Did you know that Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the United States with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the United States? And I'm one of them. You're listening to one of them. Fast Growing Trees has everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, house plants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and your space. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever, forever. I just want you to know that I just got off a plane and I walked in my apartment. What was the first thing I did is I came in and said hi to Avi, my fig tree. I'm telling you, and I have Yael, which is another plant, but Fast Growing Trees has changed my atmosphere here in my apartment. You don't need a lot of space, but they do have, you know, they have stuff for outdoor spaces. But I live in an apartment, and I'm telling you, Avi and Yael, yes, they're both Jewish names, Hebrew, the space looks so much better. And I just had a conversation with Avi. Like, I was like, I missed you. I love having living things here. It's very, very, I don't know, it's made this more of a home. It's the best. And Elisa has some too. And she loves them. And she talks to them too. But she got that from me. Anyway, check out Fast Growing Trees.
you need to be around plant life. This spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code Judy Gold, J U D Y G O L D, at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code Judy Gold at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com, code Judy Gold. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. You're welcome. All right. So you were born, you grew up in Maryland. Yes. Where in Maryland? I was born in Baltimore, Maryland. Can't believe you don't know the burger cookie. <laughs> I don't know the burger cookie. Maybe we call it something else. I'm going to show it show to you. Show it to Go me. Ahead. I was born in Baltimore, Maryland yeah. at Bonsoir Hospital. Yes. Um, November 3rd. Oh! Scorpio? Yes, we. I know this about oh, you, right, so you sorry. don't even... Mm, <laughs> Do you know how much sleep God. I had? Go fuck yourself. No. <laughs> Go ahead. November 3rd. Burn number 3rd, um, and I uh, was born in Baltimore, and then I was raised in Aberdeen, Maryland, right behind Aberdeen Proving Ground. Oh, yeah, I know where that is. So, you know, it's it, it's getting a little hippie now, right. you know, but it was dead there. Like, right. there was nothing going on but the rent. Right. And I went to school in Dublin, Maryland. I always went to either parochial or private school. And I moved to Los Angeles. I know. Angeles. What is that that you went to? Were the public schools shitty? Um, You know, I know it's a... People don't understand. I grew, when they had upper middle class, I grew up in an upper middle class right. black community. Right. And I mean, that's what it was. The public schools were fine, but, you know... Now, I know... I grew up in the 60s. Mm-hmm. And so I went to college in 1980. But... The uh, the upper class, middle class, black communities mm-hmm. were all black. You yeah. know, it, it was so segregated, even when you had education and money. Yeah. Was that the way it was with you guys? I, I know the school. I, I <laughs> My schooling was entirely because white. Because you were the only black yes. person yes. in your school. Yes. But where, where you lived, was it all, where you, did you live with? No, it was pretty mixed. I right. mean, you know, the, the I didn't really experience the context of uh, race and racism until I stepped outside of my family bonds. We never lived like black or white or anything like that. We lived like fun people that right. were like getting down with anybody right, and having right. a good time. That sounds so, great. Um, my first real racist experience was when I was six, six years old. And uh, my grandmother used to give me money when we go shopping so I could feel like I was doing my own right. little shopping and stuff. Yeah. And we had a little joint checking account. So I was writing checks at six. Oh, <laughs> I love her. <laughs> and so um, I, my grandmother had given me some money from our account to go get an ice cream cone while she did some shopping down in right. the mall. And this is when you could let kids go yeah, and do right. you, like you now can leave your you bicycle can, outside. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, now you, no leave, you give a kid, six year old kid, right. $20 day in Mexico right. gambling or selling right. their body parts. Right. But, um, and she had given me money to go get an ice cream cone and I remember I went in and there was a it's funny enough it was a Korean lady at the ice cream shop that I used to go to um, with my family it's my first time going by myself so I was so excited I had my little right. purse and I was very girly and dainty as yeah, a little too. girl you know just <laughs> skip yeah. skipping around and very like very mature right and um, I, I sat there and I sat there and I sat there and this lady just kept doing her business and then um, a young white couple had come in behind and she waited on them and I not remember you, and not, you. not me but I didn't even know you know I just knew right, she wasn't waiting on me yeah. but I just thought you know I, I grew up to be very 
very respectful of adults too so it wasn't like hello hello you know yeah, i just that's waited how I grew up too. for her to yeah, acknowledge yeah. me and um the wife said oh no i think this little girl is in front and it's front of us, us. Yeah. and the woman says no she has no money no like that and i and Fuck i you. and i remember going i have money Sometimes I don't like to tell it because, like, I get right. so emotional right. about it because I remember how I felt. Right. That was my first time experiencing that. And I said, I, and I remember just being so young and going, I have money. And oh, God. When they, and it was so, so, f- that young white couple was like, no, you're going to give her ice cream cone. Right. And I remember they said, tell her what you want. And they wouldn't let me pay for it. And they paid, they for, paid it. for it. They paid for it. And they, walked me over to my grandmother and they said you know we just wanted to let you know we got her ice cream and just want to make sure she got back to you and they didn't say anything to my grandmother about you know the thing and um it wasn't until i was so embarrassed to tell my grandmother because i still thought i had done something wrong and it was like it was it was very weird and then i finally went to an all-white school and then it stepped up so high that i was like oh that ice cream shit was easy yeah right (laughs) the ice cream thing when did you tell when did you end up telling your grandmother it i maybe like maybe two years later two or three because I it came up in a car like you know how sometimes you don't remember you don't tell people things and then you kind of go because she was a part of there and all that and I was like oh yeah remember when and she's like what and I'm like yeah you know that's when and she says well why didn't you say something to me and I I just that's pretty smart for a six-year-old to not say something. I was very you advanced. You, the thing is, I didn't speak the first couple of years I was on this earth. But there's a lot of geniuses and like that. Yeah, I just didn't. They thought something was wrong and with I me. And I was very, yeah. <laughs> very selective. Right. I was very selective about people. I was very in tune to people. And I would... Um, I used to do this thing where if I didn't like someone that some you know that was talking to my grandparents or my mother, I would just incorporate myself and stare at them. And they had to start <laughs> they had to start telling me not to do that. Like right. I and I would take I would just try to shut that person down. Right. And it, it wow. was just always the way that I was. But I, I'm very in tuned when I meet people and I don't know if it's a Scorpio thing or not, but like I either like you and I don't oh, and I, I can't know. explain why I like you or I and don't. And you can't hide it. And I can't and I can't that's hide the, it. That's, that's the hardest the, yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah. It's like uh, if I my face fucking tells it all it's so bad yeah yeah, yeah. it's horrible because you know whatever um okay mm. so your mother was like an audio visual engineer is yes that, yeah 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 like so when you were in Maryland did she work on TV shows and shit she worked so when my mother stopped college to have me she had a whirlwind romance with my father where did sure she go to college were, were, Towson State nice and she tried to get me to go to Towson State and you were like go fuck yourself and I was like if I step foot back in Maryland right. it'll never happen yeah. and then I wound up having to step foot back in Maryland wait but wait I, wait show her the burger cookie okay let me see uh, B-E-R-G-E-R oh yeah uh, what, what, do we, we what do people from Maryland call them but but no, we don't have a, we don't have a name. We just we. I don't they're remember a name for them, but we cookies. eat these all the time. They look like a, so a black fucking, and white cookie. Yeah, but they're yeah, but they're not. But it's a it's a spongy kind of. Um, no, this is cakeier. That's why a sponge. What do you think a sponge is? Shut the <laughs> fuck up. <laughs> what the fuck you think a what sponge is? What are you is? fucking telling me? <laughs> they're so good with the thick. Yes. Oh. Yeah. You know how I felt out about it because Ben, one of Ben's, like I think her his third grade good. teacher, or fourth grade teacher, was from Baltimore, and she brought burger. Was she white? Yeah. Maybe it's a white thing. Maybe they call because black people we ain't got time to be naming shit. We just got to eat and go. You go to Pollock 
I hot dogs, that. whatever the fuck it's called. Oh, like Johnny. Oh, yeah, pull on, Johnny. Gay <laughs> on Gay Street. On Gay Street. On Gay Street. We yeah. were always on Gay Street. And this is funny thing. When I think about it as I'm old, I'm like, we were on Gay Street, and my grandmother would make us hustle out Bible tracks. Really? No way. I, that was the that was worse than barking on the streets. So is well, this for comedy? I'm telling yeah. you, like, and she'd be like, and and this is the thing. If you don't hustle them tracks and save them people, then people gonna go to hell because you didn't tell them about the right. Lord. And I'd be like scared to like, to, yeah. and, and nobody wants to hear the shit. Right. But wait, is this Baptist? Or what is this? Well, we were non-denominational, oh, but my right. grandmother was insistent on being very Baptist. Very right. like... Holy Ghost, right? Sl- slapping you down with the oil, right. you know what I mean? Like yeah. you, you come in with a dry hairdo, you leave with a Jerry curl. Right. I mean, like they were, and they were pushing you down wow. in the ground. Speak. I remember right. the time I had to speak in tongues. Oh yeah, and <laughs> and this is like when we were teenagers, and right. you like. All, I remember in Living Color was on and Martin and they did a back to back where it was oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Martin then Living Color and so we'd be rushed we would hate to do evening service because it meant we couldn't we would miss one. So right. I was like. If if all I gotta do to get out of here is speaking tongues, let right. me. And so I remember going humming and shumming and shumming and shumming yeah. and shumming and shumming and shumming and dropping it down. And they were like, "Oh, the baby's black!" Like, yeah. And so I was like, "I ain't missing Martin." Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So humming yeah. and shumming and numbing yeah. hum num. Yeah. Okay. Damn, Gina. <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. Okay, so your mother's audio, whatever, yes, engineering, yes. And audio then- video gen- engineer, and she also worked for several radio stations across the country, top forty stations. It, even when she, when you guys were. On Baltimore or Aberdeen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. when so when she stopped when she took a break from college and she had me and fell in love and all that, she went back to school and she What's wor- your father like? <laughs> My father's uh a charmer. Really? Uh, a ladies yeah. man. Right. A douche. I uh no, my father is I want to say this a playboy, is a, respectfully sort of? as I can because yeah. I I love my dad, but my dad I the my goofy side is my dad. My right. dad oh, it funny. never never grows up, right? And um and is just and my mother's very my mother's very funny, right. but she's very serious. Right, she can right, get right. serious and she can turn it on and turn yeah, it off. Yeah, but that's a good combination to have. I'm a it, combination it of both of them, so sure. I have that I whole like right. you know. But um okay, yeah, my father was a very handsome guy. I mean now he. Has to Photoshop his teeth in, but he, because what happens with these pretty boys is they be looking fine, and then they get older, and right. it's like, oh my god, have you seen Albie Shore? He's got like yeah. a, he looks like Lemony Snickets, and I'm like, what is going on? Because you can't be pretty forever. And I tell my kids, you better fucking floss, you fucking idiots. <laughs> yeah, you have to be on top of it. And they, yeah. All right, so then why? So you moved to L.A. right when you were like 14, 15. I moved to L.A. when I was 15 and a half going on 16. Okay. And why did you move to L.A.? Um, I was not having a good time in school. And the options... And, and when you were in mm-hmm, school, mm-hmm. as the only black person, mm-hmm. you another black kid came in after you, right? Yes. And you... They would be constantly... They come and they leave. They leave. Because they couldn't the handle it. Yeah. The but only one that were, stuck it out with me is Danielle. She was a grade behind me. And you sort of took her under your wing. Well, th- that was Denise I took under my wing. Uh-huh. Do they was, all have D names? They pretty yes. much, I guess. Okay. I guess Denise Danielle. <laughs> there were some. So I was in the upper uh, middle school, high school was together. Right. So there were uh, like two or three little black girls that were like in elementary school. So I right. didn't have any connection with them. Right. Um, I remember the first day that th- because we lived around uh, Aberdeen Proving Ground, you had right. a lot of the military kids right. that would come in, so that would constantly change. But then it would it would be so crazy with the racism. These right. kids were like. Their family's like, why would, the, would we keep these kids here with this kind of not? We gotta get these kids out of here. I my family did not uh, 
look at it the same way. Right. My my grandmother, I got I had I went through a bout of depression at twelve. Ugh. And I I missed an entire week from school and I told my grandmother I wasn't feeling well. And after that week, she says, I know there's nothing wrong with you. And whatever you're going through in that school, God has put you there for a reason. Right. And whatever that reason is, I'm not moved. I don't feel compelled to move you out of right. there. And and we need to keep you there because you have a purpose. And once she said that to me, everything changed how I dealt. Right. right how I dealt. Because I, I was, she gave me power. I was right, in control. Exactly. Right. So if there's a reason for me to be here and there's something that I need to learn, then I need to learn. It has nothing right. to do with anybody around me. Right. And then, I mean, even after that, things started. We We had things like. You know, I had a, a very close friend of mine. Uh, I don't want to say it because I don't for legal reasons because it got really crazy. Right. His his fa his uh, father killed his mother <gasps> and then killed himself. No and then he fucking had, way. Yes, and we were very. How close. old was he? Um, I we were maybe eleven. No uh, fucking yes. way. Did he have any siblings? He had cousins, so he had to go live with his cousins and his aunt and uncle. Oh my God, that's the worst story ever. And we were in percussion together, and we were we would play all the time. And my grandmother would take him home, and all right. kind like you know we were really close. And so after that, he had to move, move to another school, but he was still in Maryland. And I get called into the office one day, and they asked me if I had any connection with Chris. I'm, okay, you know whatever. I don't yeah. want to say that. But they asked me if I had any connection with, with Paul him. Lock Johnny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And um, I said, no, I hadn't seen him, um, you know, since everything. And they said, well, he says he's going to kill you. What? Mm. Why? (laughs) Because he had become a skinhead. Damn. No. No way. Because he moved with the cousins? Or was I don't think the family was. I just think he ran, got into that. Right. He had no identity. That row. Yeah. they were concerned whether it was idle threats or whatever it had been some chit chat that that was right. going on and that was then i had that conversation and you're as 11 a, yeah i had that conversation with my principal like there was no like let's call was your parents was anyone else let, in no, there no they what just the told me anything people? this is just what happened right and so oh i had to go back and i had to tell my grandmother that i was scared to go to school and okay i then what I, so when people is, ask me what they go oh you talk about race a lot and everything is it's like you don't understand hello, my that's my identity fuck face yeah you know what it's because they they don't want to deal with it they no, don't want to deal with it but that's I what to i deal get with shit like that very all the time. early yeah that people don't understand i i lost my innocence with all this sugarcoating shit at an early age so yep. did you ever come in contact with that i kid? didn't thank god but that wasn't you the know, only did incident. you ever look him up on facebook no, or I did, anything well, no we didn't have technology like that no i mean now no no any interest in no no wow that's no. fucking scary so then did you go home and tell your parent well your mother your grandmother I and did. your mother and, and your grandpa? you know obviously everybody's concerned and they want to know where he is i mean i think it, it was it, as irres- irresponsible as i think it was for my principal to have that conversation with me as a kid in the office just right. him and i yeah, they did sure. it was it was like people they investigated and people knew because it was conversation that had been heard right. from other children that he was saying that and right. this was going down so they didn't take it lightly but it was sort of like if you're still if you still have any connection with him you might want to lose it you know right that it was, was a warning. the co- warning right but that he was probably was like you were the closest thing to him when that happened yes. and that's probably why he was like oh oh there's yeah layers, layers here that oh, yeah. is so oh. fucked up and that is 
one of the horrible. scariest things I've and ever heard. And you're 11? Did you I'm even like fucking 11, sleep? Yeah. I mean, I would have never slept. But you know, the weird thing about my family is my grandmother, was, by this time, she was so spirit. You, I, I and, and I want to say this, and not to say that I don't believe in p- the p- power of prayer. We had, su- there was such an innocence to me that right. I, that's not here. Like now, because I have, seen so many things where oh, it's yeah. like God was so physical to me right. that I was like God's gonna protect me right. I, like there was no fear because it's like well God's here he's right. right here and he's something that's going to appear right. like he's gonna quantum leap in front of right. me if something right. happens so I never while I was concerned and I did was kind of like uncomfortable right. I'm like there's no way that he's gonna do anything to me because right. God's just not gonna right. allow it and I have a purpose and a call right. on my life so if you when that's why when people get involved in religion and they have and they're very into their religion and they believe all of that, they do these things that we look at and go, how could you do that? Right. right. That or, you know, and oh, somebody said, I heard a voice kill all these people. They you get you believe that thing. And other people on the outside going, what are you? Right. You know, it's like beautiful mind when he has this whole world. Spoiler alert. And then when you finally <laughs> see yeah, no it, one's seen that movie, so it's good. <laughs> when you when you when they peel back the right. layers, you go, "Oh, this motherfucker the whole time. Right, this right. Oh, none of these people we saw were real." You right. know what I mean? So that's sort of like my was my life. So you moved to California. Did your yeah. mother move for a job or just to my get the mother fuck out had of there? all had this is and this is where the part of the story happens where my grandmother is my mother and my grandfather is my father. Okay, because. My mother is very talented. She's one of the reasons why I'm in comedy. She's right. always like, she has something in her mind. She's going to do it. She's going right. to do it, you know? And and I'm constantly telling my mother, because as you get older as a woman, I think you lose confidence, right? And not to say that my mother doesn't have any confidence, but I right. think as you get older and the world starts telling you, you go, no, no, no. And I right. tell my mother all the time, like, you know, even last night when she saw me on Jimmy and she's like, oh my God, it's, I would have been like this. I'm like, no, you wouldn't. I'm like, the reason why I'm so fearless and I do the things that I do is because I'm mimicking what I saw you do, right? right. I saw you being a fearless woman. So don't tell me you could you would have done that. And it's like, not about her. Right. It, but it's not, but right. what, I, what she's saying to me is she's saying like, wow, my daughter did this amazing right. thing. And I'm like, and I didn't do this amazing thing out of nowhere. Right. I, you're you my mother right, who right, I right, watched right. do amazing right, things. Right, right. And now I'm doing fearless shit. You know what my mother said to me when I did the first time I did the Tonight Show? Okay, ready? (laughs) This is the message I get. So, uh, I watched. They have, uh, I mean, how many commercials? They had so many commercials. I I don't understand it. Uh, It was very good. uh, But the commercial, and I was like, you know, it's like I can't even get, like, She's like, oh, there's so many. Co- I mean, you got to wait. It was on at the end. And I was like, okay, thanks. Let me go fucking take some more antidepressants. Okay. All right. I totally get that. Judith, very good. But the amount of commercials they have. Can you talk to them about that? And it's that? always like, I stayed up late. I sacrificed for you. You know. All right. So go ahead. <laughs> Uh, I I understand that. My yeah. grandmother used to, used to say to me, "Why he, when I did last comment stand, he's like, and you keep talking about underneath your clothes." 
Because she won't say like right. vagina. Or right, 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 right. <laughs> right. That's so Don't funny. and people, you know, and you know they're gonna look back at me and go, "Where was she raised? <laughs> Who raised <laughs> her?" It's always about them. It's it's it really it. My grandmother told me one time we were at Golden Corral. They love Golden Corral because mm-hmm. ain't shit to do in Maryland. Right. I love Maryland, but ain't shit. To, you get right. dressed up to go to Walmart and Golden Corral. Right. And we're putting our stuff on the plate and everything. And my grandmother said, and it was around my birthday, and she said, "Oh my God, I'm just." I told the Lord the other day. I said, "Thank God she made it." Thank God she made it. And I said, what do you mean, thank God I made it? Well, you know, you you, you could have been dead. <laughs> and I remember I said it to her. Yes. I was just like this. I said, Grandma, I didn't grow up a black boy. <laughs> exactly. Oh. And I'm not driving a car. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. You really thought I could have been dead for what? I'm not even in gangs. You right. look like I'm in gangs. I'm running the right. street. Like, like mm. I'm pretty. Well, she's you also know, obsessed with death a little bit, it sounds like. Well, she was. Yeah. She, yeah. she was, you know, <laughs> she's definitely. Like, I picked out your coffin stuff just in case but i'm glad you're okay still alive. they, they yeah. love a good funeral uh-huh. so, and, a, okay. and a mortuary picture all right <laughs> when They're they wrestled my great-grandmother up right. to take a picture in front of the tombstone where her husband was laying that had her first name and her date of birth no already way. carved Ready? in but With not the, the oh date God, of death that is mental okay so you go to and she just sitting there grinning and cheesing i'm like does she even know what the fuck is going on because this is a before and after picture happening here oh yeah she knows exactly what's going on it sounds like (laughs) all the kids are around her wearing white i'm like is she dead now yeah she's hysterical okay so when how old were you but she won't say penis sorry Okay. Underneath your clothes. Yeah. Okay, VP. Yeah, sorry, Grandma's <laughs> That's voice probation. Let's shut the okay. shut the fuck up. No, to her, him, her, him, not you. Um, wait. So, when did your grandparents become ministers? So my grandparents owned a nightclub called Strawberry Hill, and my mother DJed. My uncle was the bouncer, and my aunt and my grandmother were behind the bar. And did my, you hang out there? I was up in the attic being babysat by my irresponsible cousin who was barely paid. The, the amount of How times old were you? I was a baby until uh-huh. I could crawl and walk. The amount of times I would make it downstairs and be and the baby like there's a baby on the dance floor <laughs> <laughs> because he, you know, they right. whoever was watching me be on the phone, not paying attention, and I was like, what I was, was curious it called? As a kid. Strawberry? Strawberry Hill. And I would be in the bar. They got a lot of citations because we were a family. You know, we went together, yeah. and they would do. My mother would talk about. Um, <laughs> they would do a caravan at night right. with the money and go and all that stuff and they would have like three different cars and stuff yeah. and everybody Ooh, had to carry a piece and my mother right. talks about having a gun pull out on her and trying Whoa. to and they ride yeah, my grandfather had to pull a gun it was like crazy yeah because yeah. they like dealt nuts. in cash and then yeah. they had to go deposit it immediately in those deposit things they okay. found their thrill yeah so on wait. Strawberry Hill yeah. <laughs> okay sorry VP me I'm VP too <laughs> So fucking annoying. So wait. So um, what was it packed all the time? Yeah, it was. My my we let me tell you something. My grandparents, my family in general, we did everything to the extreme. We party hard, which is why I'm on. When I'm on stage, I like to party, have a good time. I come from a party. I'm a late night person. I like to do all of that. What kind of music did they play? everything you know whatever was happening right. in, in the 80s and like right. you know uh maybe some earth wind and fire and like you know uh, all that yeah. and, the, yeah. and um parliament Sorry. funkadelics and all yeah. of that and you know uh you know michael uh, jackson and and michael jack yeah, yeah they was just like you, yeah. my mother my mother dj you know right. and she scratched so cool. and she did a thing and her name was um mickey moore and he used to call her eminem 
Uh, Eminem, bro, Mickey Moore, the yeah, Mickey Moore, out here, yeah. you know. And uh, my mother hates that I, <laughs> I didn't pick up any ear quality from her, right? Because she's the type of person you get in a car with her, and she's like, when when I used to drive her around places and stuff, yeah, she'd be like. Is this how your radio? This do you fix this, right. and I'm like nobody uh-huh. knows audio like you do. Right. Like I don't know. There's a basis right. up too high right. to treble that. I'm like mom, just do whatever you want. I don't care. Sound right. engineers you know? are the most annoying right. people. They're like, <laughs> yeah, do you well, hear something? No, nobody does. It's okay. you. You yeah. hear everything. Actually, um, <laughs> you're the most annoying person ever. Okay, I love go ahead. You. Sorry. I won't take go it hard. I won't take it hard. Right. Thank you. I'm the host. Go ahead. I love you too. Come on. <laughs> you are the host. All right. So, all right. So, they become ministers after they were they religious when they were doing the. Well, you know, they strawberry? grew up in the South. They right. grew up in the South. So, they were, you know, they had that background. Right. Um, my father's mother, who would watch me from time to time, she was very, very religious. So, when I would be with her on Sundays, I'd go to church and then I got interested in wanting to do more activities at the church. Right. And I. Um, decided I wanted to join the usher board so mm-hmm. we had a big thing where everybody came out to see me usher for the first time oh my god I love and that what'd you wear had, uh, so you had a white uniform and the only right. thing we would change is like our hats we right. would have like these little like I don't you know those like little army hats that yeah. kind of like pill yeah, with like yeah, little yeah, thing yeah, like yeah. that and then we have our gloves and those would change mm-hmm. color so we would have our burgundy or we have our oh, gold that's so we great. have green and so the day when I started my I think it was burgundy so I had my like and we had I had to remember I was so excited about what was pulling, the name of the church Christian Memorial Church oh, in Baltimore okay. on North mm-hmm. Avenue and we I brushed my hair back in a, a bun and I I felt so grown because I got to use bobby pins to right. pin it into my my hat to my oh. hair and I was just and we would mark and we do like the ushers had their own time doing offering after everybody put their offering in we would march around we put one arm behind and we just marching right like that oh, and yeah. they the little kids up front so you'd be frightened and you'd just be marching and stuff so I, I, I so my grandparents my mother's parents came to see me and they when they came to see me this day and this is a my grandfather preaches about this a lot he was actively still doing the nightclub, a heavy drinker, heavy drinker, right. but n- not abusive, not like al- alcohol, but always like Ned got the beer. He we have a we had a Winnebago when we go down right. ta- uh, go down south. He would nice. have all the liquor, and they would, couldn't wait, and they popping right. coolers and this and that. Right. And he said he heard the voice of the Lord while he was in church, and said and he said. Um, God told him he's not going to drink again and he's going to be in the ministry. That's what he heard. And he told my mm-hmm. grandmother that. And my grandmother, he preaches because he said, um, I think it's Sarah in the Bible, laugh when God told her that she would have uh, a mm-hmm. child because yeah, she was 99. so... Yeah, She and was 99. He preaches that, that means- message about my grandmother because when he turned and said that to her, she laughed and <laughs> said, yeah. you, don't you getting over, you doing this too quick. Right. You just, but We just came for one thing or and all of a sudden, 90, you, yeah, yeah. you know, and so... <laughs> We're still hungover. Yeah, right. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> And my uh, grandfather yeah. was in a motorcycle gang. Like they, you know, they was they was about right. it, you know. Oh, yeah. And so she was like, "No," and and he never picked up a drink after that. Wow. Never. He went to the altar when they did the altar call to, yeah. for salvation. He went there. They went down. They prayed. Never had a drink after. And we was were watching him like, like "Oh, this is boring." No, you, my grandmother, my grandmother, and my grandfather had known each other since they were like five or six years old. They were right. pretty much kind of destined to right. to be together and she, my grandmother was a very supportive wife and she loved her husband and my grandmother was always had that spiritual tone so I think she was just ready for him to kind of get his shit together right. and come on board so they we just had alcohol in the house that wasn't touched and I remember I got a Snoopy snow cone machine 
um, one Christmas. Right. And I ran out of the liquid. So you put the alcohol I in? I put the alcohol and what was happening, the kids were in the neighborhood was drunk <laughs> and they were trying to figure out who was giving and right. it didn't dawn on me that it, it, you know this right. is alcohol right it's just like oh this is more stuff right. I can put in until we get more packets right. from Toys R Us you know like that's right. all. Oh my so God. My, th- th- this mother, mother's knocking around trying to figure like what kid and and so I'm sitting there still churning up stuff and doing my thing and my grandfather said what are you putting in these snow cones cause ain't you out of like liquid <laughs> uh, and yeah. stuff and I said yeah I said I went and got the stuff down in the basement you know I'm like I put all like the your juices and stuff in it he's yeah. like fool you, and so it was like he had to talk. He and so it was so. It, my grandfather said because it was so obvious to him that I didn't get it. Right, like right, a, right. as much as smart as I was, I had a lot of like dunderhead right, moments right. where I was just walking into shit. Like right. they thought I was running away from home a lot. Like I wouldn't be. They would check on me at night, and I wouldn't be in my bed. And so my grandfather did this thing where he was trying to like he would be by my door. He was by my door one night to hear like if I was moving around, and he heard me moving out. And what I would do is I would go. I had the roof was connected to my room, and I. I would walk out onto the roof mm-hmm. and I would read books by the moonlight. Oh, and so oh, he was like, we oh. thought, you fool, we thought you was out here getting your groove on. <laughs> and getting in with a drunk. <laughs> and you out here reading books by the that's moonlight. Like, so I was such a goofball. Funny. But that's, I was always doing stupid shit, but like, right. that's you an know, adventurous innocence. Innocently, I would be yeah. doing it. Okay, yeah. you're talking too much. Now, um, <laughs> Okay, so then why do you move this to LA? This is all boring for you. Oh, no, hear this. this is not Shut boring. Shut the fuck up. Is this boring, Seth? No, I, just, I, have, I have young children. I don't sleep. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I haven't slept in days either. I feel for you. Oh, well, yeah. great. You have a great audience. Well, yeah, yeah. But I promise you it's yeah, not boring. Shame. I have slept I know. Yeah. and the audience well, is thoroughly involved. Okay, I don't so. But I'm I'm like, following and I am interested. It's good. It's not, Shut up. Yeah. But despite you, I mean, Hennessy's really carrying this show, this episode. Are you kidding? Kinda. Okay. <laughs> Listen, you fucking asshole. Uh, all right. So then, why'd you move to LA? So the uh, final year that I was at uh, Harford Christian, this is the school I went to. Um, yeah, me too. They, you went to Harford Christian? I'm no. a Jew. Oh, oh, oh right. <laughs> you see how stupid? Like sometimes yeah. I go, I'm so I naive. I believe Jersey. everything that people say to me, as rough as people think I am. I'm like, oh really? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. The final year that I was at Harford Christian. Um, there was uh we shared lockers uh by the this is like uh 10th grade right and um i shared with this this other boy i can say his name because it was no criminal thing joe thibodeau who was like a thousand pounds and he would leave all his lunch he <laughs> joe would, thibodeau thibodeau and he would leave his lunches look him up on at, the, at the top yeah oh my god i never thought about looking his family up but whatever he was i was i he, like people he was bullied a lot so i kind of was like friends with him too right. but he like he got on my nerves mm. and we shared locker and he had all his stuff and he would leave, leave all these like sandwiches and stuff and i would be like come on joe like come eat this shit like you know like right. I mean, I wouldn't say shit, but you know. And so one day um, I went to my locker and somebody had spray painted nigger on my locker. <gasps> and man. I remember, this is so funny because I was like, and everybody's like, and and <laughs> I said, oh my God, Joe, look what they did to you. <laughs> I was like, why would they say that to you? And like, I started taking all this stuff right. and just like going, what the, who gives a fuck? Right. It's so stupid. And That's a hack. It, when, when it came out that all this stuff had happened and who was connected, I can't, right. I won't say because then they'll be like, because I've now I've said the school, they'll be like, well, right. we, you said I did. But when it, when it came back, that it was somebody on staff's 
child Ooh. that had done that with some <gasps> other kids. No way. And that at the same time, they decided it was okay for them to wear these black jackets that they had sewn the Confederate flag on. What Mm-mm. the fuck? Everybody was like, yeah, we're going to, here's your options. <laughs> you right. can go to a boarding school school in Troy, New York, which was a, a Christian boarding school. Right. And I and I wasn't happy about doing that because right. it was like, can't have posters up. You can't, and I didn't want to be away oh, from my family. Yeah. Or my mother said, um, you know, I was very much into theater, um, and I had was doing theater workshops and stuff right. on the side outside of school, and drama and things. And she said, "You know, you can try to go to LaGuardia in New York, and we can yeah. see what relative lives out there and see if you can get in. Or I think that there might be a school like LaGuardia in LA. And my mother was living in LA at the time, right? And you can come out here and live with me. And so <clears throat> they had a Los Angeles County High School for the Arts, right? And this was it was a three year program, so they had sophomore, junior, and, and senior. senior. But it was hard to get in as a junior, and it's impossible to get in as a senior because they want you to go through the training. Right. So they had a final audition. The um, it's like my fucking life was a movie. Every and it's like I don't know. God tests me all the time because I'm always in like the worst disaster, right. and then like somehow miraculously I make it through. It's like every day is a lifetime episode. <laughs> but um. <laughs> They had the final audition for theater. They had 300 kids, about 300 kids that were auditioning for one slot. What? One slot. They, they, and I was coming in as a right. junior and I was right. coming from parochial school. So when I, I remember having my, I did a, I did search for signs of intelligent, intelligent life oh, in the universe. That was a, the I first no opening monologue. No, of course not. Good I was one. upset. Right. So I was, I was like, I was, I had that. And then I did a monologue from Raising the Sun just to be versatile. Oh, Even at that age, I knew, give yeah. him a little bit of show. Yeah. So Good I, for you. I went it. in with my pieces and I remember that you you they they brought kids in I think by like tens right so they would get you from the big group and they would bring you from tens and they would line us up in the hallway and uh, as somebody was about to go in they were, were saying stuff and I didn't know what was the conversation was being said but when I got up to the front of the line it was like okay so you're gonna go in and you're gonna get, you're gonna do your monologues and you do and then they're gonna speak to you just a note there's a teacher in there that has. Um, his eye, he's you know cockeyed. He has an eye that right. looks like he's not looking at you, but he's looking at you. So don't let that bother you because some people have gotten uncomfortable and, and whatever. Right. So I went in and I did the the pieces and everything. And so they started grilling me about my school. They were like, well, you know, how are you going to be comfortable doing roles that are like because you have a very Christian background right. and you took Bible one and Bible right. two, like we have Bible classes. You know, hello, and, it's a Christian school, you right. fucking idiot. But they're also like to them that's a waste of time when I could have been taking something else and they uh, because we also have to take high school curriculum there so it's like you know and how are you You going to fit in and the whole thing and I I remember I had this little mushroom (laughs) this little mushroom top and it's like churchy dress so I look like Anna Green Gables you know plus size and then uh, you know fat Anna Green Gables and I, so I, I said, no, I said, I'll, I'll be fine. I said, I think I can, you know, I love, you know, theater and I'm interested in like, you know, owning a theater one day. And I was right. just so excited about that world. Right. And it was so open for me to do whatever I want and play. Right. And of course they ask you, do you have any questions after? And I said, you know, I don't have any questions. I said, but you know, I, I just want to say, you know, as the only black teacher in here, you didn't look at me one time and it was like, I was giving you 
I thought I was doing well and it was like you just were kind of dismissive and I have no fucking idea why that, I said that that, the that was the cock I got and I have no to this day I cannot tell you it's a, the same thing that came over me in that moment is the right. same thing that comes over me Wait on stage minute. when I dig into somebody's ass yeah, yeah. I say to myself don't say this to the person and then I just say it right. and I, I have no idea why I would even think so to challenge said, why him why the fuck didn't you why well, I say why the fuck but I just said I said I just felt like as the only you know the only black teacher in here and you kind were dismissive to me you didn't really look at me and I wanted to know is it something that I did and he right. said I am looking at you as he was looking this way and I said I forgot <laughs> <laughs> just like that like that and, and, and I was dead and I remember I, oh my and, god and, and they Were just like, oh. they just sat there and they looked at me and they said okay well you know there's no more questions we'll let you know and uh, um, you should know in a couple of weeks and um, I walked out. My mother, when I came, she was like, I know you did my baby. My baby, you did it. you right. And I was like, yeah. And I was so uncomfortable the rest of my time with my mother in, in L.A. Did I was you like, tell her? I didn't tell her anything. Oh, Are you crazy? I was like, this one slot for 300 oh kids, right. the and chances like, that I'm going to get it is zero you anyway. But yeah. she was so, she had, she just knew her baby. And I right. said, absolutely. And myself, I'm like, no. But I'm like, yeah, mom's like, well, you know, it's yeah. 300 slots. And, yeah. you know, we'll see. <laughs> and. I kid you not, the day that we had heard nothing, and right. I wasn't expecting anything, right. so I was packing my shit to go back up to Maryland right. and deal with this bullshit of like now having to go to this boarding school because right. I ain't going back to Hartford right. Christian, you know? Yeah. And so we're going, and my mother says, uh, and she's taking me to the airport because we hadn't heard anything. My mother's still, I'm like, wait, we never know. I'm going to follow up with them on Monday and see what's going on. Right. And then you, I bet you, I'm telling you, you're going to come back right. and you're gonna, we going to live here. And, uh, and I said, whatever. And my mom said, let me check the mail and, and I'm before I take it to them. And my fucking acceptance letter was in there. No way! I kid you <laughs> not. And then my first day, yeah. my first day, I go in and um, uh, uh, the teacher was Mr. Butler. And I went in the and I went. One? Yeah. And I didn't want to look at him at all. I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, whatever. Like, I'm trying to act like whatever. And right. he's in. And, and we were doing. He did voice and diction and he did um, stage um, movement. Right. So it was a lot of movement and it was a lot of like ways I could like not look at right. him. And so he uh, pulls me to the side and he says, you know, what? he says, Miss Saunders, come here. I want to talk to you for a second. And so I was like, fuck, like this guy's going to like, is he going right. to kick me out now? And then I have to tell my mother like, the story the whole day. Bitch, like, what are you doing? Yeah. How'd you get here? Right. And I said, I said, I just was, and I said, I'm so sorry again. Like, and thank you. And I'm so humble. And thank you. Thank you. Yeah. He said, you know what? He said, you know, we only have one slide for 300 uh, kids that we saw over 300 kids that day. And he said, you know why you stood out? Because you were the only one that fought for what you thought was great performances and right. said something. And we were like, well, this kid's really gutsy right. and she really believes in herself. And I was right. like, oh, wow. You know, like, wow, wow that's really great because I wasn't gutsy. Right, <laughs> really, right, you know, right. like I did that despite myself right. and it wasn't some premeditated uh, diva move. Right. It was just something that happened and it was just so beautiful that that had kind of come together I that way. I love that. They must, I mean, acting teachers are so good at seeing through your soul, you know? Oh like, God, you, you know, some of them are just <laughs> doing it because they're fucking mental. That's true, but the school yeah. she went to is like no. You're, you went to a great school, but I'm just saying there are moments. acting teachers Did who they? they had they had a couple of scandals that happened yeah. on some, oh, some shit. Yeah. Can you sure. shut up? <laughs> 
it's 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 this season for scandal. No, mm-hmm. but I'm just saying like, we had this we had this exercise called four on one that yeah. got a little dicey sometimes. Ooh. You ever did four on one? Some of the no. Sounds what like is it? It's you you lied down and you have somebody do you uh, that people take a part of your body it's a way for you to be comfortable and relaxed oh sure with your so you have to completely give and and it's about not giggling and not being squirmy oh, right, right, right. and then it's i think you know I, I i allegedly there was some things that maybe went beyond in right. other aspects of taking uh, that to another thing right. but I, my time there you was mean pure. Your <laughs> <laughs> no, my time was very pure and and genuine there and i went i i went crazy when i went there because i was that was my first time of real freedom and i was doing everything i was wearing all this crazy makeup and got real punk and then went emo and like they used to call me pebbles because i would like throw my hair up and then have this little thing here and like i went nuts and i and i was very creative and i was i was with people who were creative and did not give a fuck and that's why when I'm on stage it's like I'm so grateful for my theater background because it's like when I tell you I was working with kids who would completely drain their right who they were and be very vulnerable and we would we would be so vulnerable and raw and open with people and that's how we we loved each other so much because of that and it was such a different thing from me being tied up and being judged because of the color of my skin and having all these insults were there a lot a, of other people of color in the school? Th- it was a lot. It was, and like, you, it, I let me tell you something. We had it, we had high school classes there, so right. we had um, uh, um, Professor Fonseca, uh, who was a, a great to me and one of my counselors there, got me into one of these English uh, classes there, and um, I was very narrow and conservative right. in my mind, and I would say things that were so restrictive that I was saying stuff that, you know, I was like, don't, don't eat meat. You know, you have to eat meat. And then people were like vegetarian. I'm like, that's a, you have to eat meat. God's telling you, you have to eat meat. You have to, it was so many things. And so I would also have like my little friends that I talked to. So, um, my teacher at the time told me, he says, I'm going to separate you from your, from your friends. Cause we were kind of divided right. in our class from side to side. And he put me over with all the LGBT, right. Yeah. And all the vegetarians and don't right. do the, and like the earthy the and this. Yeah, and no, I was no shaving, so yeah. far from them, like Hairy mentally armpits, yeah. that once I got into that space and I realized I was like, wow, my mind's really narrow. And I opened up to that. That's, what keeps me when people ask me and they say you're you're a Christian but you have friends who are gay and lesbian it's, I'm like I cannot imagine closing myself off to loving people and getting involved yeah, in but all that. Yeah do you that. feel like we need to be saved? As a people yeah I think everybody needs to be saved. But That's not, everybody. No it's LGBTQ or STUV. I know LGBTQ Christians. Yeah but. I you, mean I'm I think everybody needs to be saved that don't believe in the Lord. Right. Oh, okay. So, like, if you see an atheist, what do you think? They better believe in the Lord. Or they're so you're asking what's me in the context. Do I do I say to you, you're you're God's never going to love you, never going to make it to heaven because you're a lesbian or you're gay? I'm never going to say that. Right. Do do I come from a church that says that, and do I understand that's what's being said? Absolutely. Right. But I know a lot of different layers of Christians who will say, I don't, I hate you because you're lesbian right. again but that's so unchristian sure to hate but yeah. i think 
here's here's the here's the frustration for me because mm-hmm. I feel like I'm in the middle, right? I feel like there's a lot of friends well, of mine it's because you see both sides. Right, yeah, I see both yeah, sides. Well, yeah. I understand both sides, but I think that I think that there's a lot of extremes on both sides, oh, yeah. and I think that for me, when I talk to a friend of mine who's LGBTQ or and S T U V W through Z, and they say to me, "I can't have a relationship with God because He hates me," and I say, "Who told you that?" Right, and they say, "Well, that's what they say over there." I said, "But have you talked to God for yourself?" Right, I don't believe in being a mouthpiece for God because I, God talks to me right. and I feel him and he speaks to me. So who am I to tell somebody what God said? Right. I mean, I'm, I'm a practicing Buddha called Jew. it samsara, the Holy Spirit. Okay. Here's an example <laughs> where I'm having a fucking <laughs> connection and you go on to fucking Buddha shit. Okay. It was the same. It's now, I'm talking about the same. Thing. I understand. But what I'm talking about is that it's called kill me now with Judy gold. It is. And Judy Gold <laughs> was about to say something to Yamanika, and you go off on, this is what the Buddha says. Okay, sh- save it. Anyway, VP. It's a VP! So, <laughs> I love it. But, no, I'm just saying, as a practicing Jew, like I'm a yeah. Jew, and, uh, you know, I, there are so many people who are LGBTQ or who feel like they can't be jewish mm-hmm. and you know lgbt you know like i mean it's really sad because you can you can be who you fucking are the problem are. the problem for me comes in when people tell me that i'm not being a bearing a witness of god and christianity because i'm allowing my LGBTQ friends to be LGBTQ. What What are we... Yeah. Right. Like Jesus. And what I've said a thousand times is don't, don't tell me what I'm doing. Right. Number one. Worry about yourself. Worry about yourself. And I always worry about me. I want people to love... Selfishly, I want people to love Jesus and have a connection with him. And I believe that if you believe that he is the way and the truth and the light, you will be saved. All this other stuff that people are bringing in and qualifiers don't concern me. That's between you and God. And okay, if everybody minds Jew, their business, I know, but you and I mentioned Jesus, but you and I have a different Jesus. like. We, this is religion to religion now, right? Right? right, right this right. is not whether you're gay, straight, or no, but all I'm this saying, other stuff. But I don't, I don't believe. I mean, I believe Jesus existed and he was a prophet, right? And, you know, a teacher, and you know, but I don't believe he was the Messiah. Cause, I mean, that's we don't. But that so our argument would have nothing to do with whether you were lesbian or gay, you know, right, at no, all. I'm yeah. just saying that. Do you feel like Jews? Oh, you're trying to get me to kill my career. Absolutely not. Jews can do whatever the <laughs> fuck they want to do. Them, the gays, and now women. Me too, girl. Yeah, me too. Hashtag Jews. <laughs> See, Jews are exempt uh, because they're already the chosen people. Right. By God. So that's yeah, what they me, told you. But let's <laughs> let's really start digging in Leviticus. Uh, but uh, um <laughs> look at how serious Judy got. <laughs> You take it very serious. Uh. Your eyes got so no, wide. You know what? I get really upset because uh, anti-Semitism is so prevalent right now. And it's so like, I mean, you talk about growing up yeah. as the only black. I mean, we got to my town 
which was so racist mm-hmm. and so anti-Semitic. Like, we had swastikas on our house when we moved there. They had a KKK. Like, yeah. it's just... And my mother was always like, they hate us, everyone hates us, they all hate us, everyone hates us, you know. And I was like, Ma, let me just do a couple Jew bells. Uh, <laughs> you know, no, they don't. No, they don't. And it's, they do! They do! It's so fucking... And now it's, like, even worse than ever. Yeah. You know, I, I always say that... We, it, black issues are very important to me because I'm black and I have to navigate through this right. world as a black person. So when pe- when when white people hear my act or hear something when I say and it goes, oh, this race thing, it's easy for them to say, oh, this race thing because they don't have to deal with right, it walking exactly. and na- na- navigating. It's your truth. It's my truth. And but I do say or that your truth. I do. I sometimes I have to remind myself. Right. Think about while I'm still doing my thing. Let's think about the other people who are doing having problems and stuff because right. you can get very into your own little uh, uh thing. really i've never noticed yeah that. i you can get very you can forget i that was there being sarcastic big, big word worlds here yeah no, I, I understand know. i understand no, that. but see because like i'll get people in interviews this is so fucking annoying that'll be like are you more jewish or are you more gay i'm like what, what the fuck kind of question is that <laughs> <laughs> gay is who I love. Yeah, Jew, I am a Jew. Yeah, I, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, faith and, to faith, and yeah. people try to mingle all those things it's together because like, there's they can't. Their brain doesn't. You know, they can't figure it out. Okay. Don't forget to tune in next week to Just Kill Me Now. Um, or, it's just kill me. Oh. Don't forget to turn uh, for part two on Just Kill Me. No, it's not. It's just, just kill me. Now. No, Judy Gold's Just Kill Me. Just kill me now. Just kill me now. <laughs>